the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Southern California's 99.5 KKLA, San Diego's Cape Praise, live from Los Angeles. It's Dave here, uh, San Diego's Cape Praise, 6 a.m. to noon, and then, of course, here on KKLA, uh, 10 a.m. Uh, oh, 6 a.m. to noon, Cape Praise, and what am I? 10 a.m. to 3 on KKLA. 10 a.m. to 3. And uh, <laughs> who am I? Where am I? I'll keep you on track. Thank here. you. And that is the voice of Gina Pastore. She is my hostess with the mostest on Real Life with Gina Pastore, heard on 99.5 KKLA Saturday nights at 7 o'clock, 7.30, and um, hopefully one day on K-Praise, uh, Steve Brodsky. <laughs> uh, oh, is that my inside voice? Sorry. But Gina, um, I want to just wrap up this conversation okay. we were just having with kindness just a moment. And I'm going to open up lines one more time to anybody that wants to talk about a moment in your life where someone showed you some tremendous kindness, maybe went out of their way and showed that a mark of a Christian is... Hope, peace, joy, love, kindness, gentleness, compassion, self-control. It seems like, it doesn't seem, it is a fact that those traits are not propagated by the media. I mean, we're being told that we need to live in fear, that it's us versus them, that it's um, red versus blue. It's those who have gotten a shot versus those who haven't. It's, you know, a color now, even. It's like, What? And, and re- allowing the Holy Spirit to renew our mind so much so that we can practice kindness, gentleness, compassion. And that's what we're talking about here. A study a little bit ago, it's 56% of a study of 10,000 students, young people between 16 and 25, are so much living in fear, 75% of them, because of climate anxiety, it affects their daily life. And we had a phone call from uh, Jackie in Compton. Who said, look, I I know, I, I get into scripture and I I, I want to show that kindness. I'm not going to live in fear. And she modeled that for her daughter, eight years old, and her daughter came back and said, Mom, I want to be like you. You know, showing kindness. And maybe even guys being having some chivalry and being able to bring that back and not let it go the way of the dodo bird and say, you know what, I'm going to, if I see a need, I'm going to fill that need and I'm going to invite someone to accept my generosity and kindness. Deb, you were talking about it because I made a challenge. I said, man, maybe, maybe we guys aren't doing that because we're fearful that the young lady or the girl is going to say, oh, no, 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 we're going to offend them. Or, you know, you mentioned, oh, COVID might be in the way and we, we don't want to. Yes. Does that translate into us not responding and saying and adopting that mindset that says, I'm going to show kindness if I seem to need fill it. And you've got a perfect example of, no, chivalry needs to be part and parcel of our daily life. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I first met my husband, Ron, you know, he he would open up my car door and I'm like, oh, I love that. And he would shut my door and I'm like, okay, he's a gentleman. And I would teach my daughter that's the kind of man guy you want to marry you know and you know yes. he was recently we just went on a vacation with two other couples and um these other 
men, the husbands didn't didn't open up their car doors, but they were watching Ron open up my car door every single time and closing it. And by the end of our trip, these two husbands were opening up their car door for their wives and shutting it. And I'm like, yes, yes. way to go. It had a ripple effect. There they are. <laughs> yeah. I was so happy. I even, I even, I go, you guys are doing awesome. And the wives are like, wow, I like being treated that way. <laughs> yeah, you know, I even got onto my boys. I have two boys and I have two girls as well. But I, I tried to teach my guys, my boys, Matt and Tyler. I said, look, guys, just open a door for a, 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 a young lady, a woman, a seasoned citizen, a female. Just open the door. Yeah. And if she gets offended, okay, just let it roll off your back. But show some kindness that way. And and uh, Megan would have loved to have that happen on the campus, yeah. Biola, when she was taking that bulky printer box from the mailroom to her um, dorm room. No one, not even a, an, another girl, asked it for a, a, a helping hand. So, again, the number is 888-528-2557. Would love to hear your story of kindness, how someone showed that to you. Maybe you're saying, you know what, I want to... I want to affirm a, a guy who did show some kindness to to me or, you know, put out a challenge, ladies. Maybe you just, you know, maybe you, you want to say, no, guys shouldn't be doing that because I can do my own thing. We want to hear from you. 888-528-2557. 888-552-TALK. Again, putting on the mindset of Christ and allowing that to just permeate everything we do um, and how we treat others. There's no room for racism. There's no room for hatred, anger, rage. And Gina Pastore is my hostess. She is the hostess with the mostest, as I say. I co-host a show with her on on uh, 99.5 KKLA Saturday night, 730 Real Life. And Gina, just um, talk about, you talked a little bit about the kindness that you were shown uh, by a group of guys that came and worked on your yard. Mm-hmm. You were a, re- uh, a recent, then you were a recent uh, widow. Talk a little bit about uh, where your life is now, you know, maybe ah. a, li- a little bit about Frank Pastore, who sat in this chair for nine and a half yes. years, my my dear friend, yes. mentor, your so husband. So if you're a new listener or perhaps you're in San Diego, my husband was um, had the Frank Pastore show here on KKLA, drive time host for nine and a half years and uh, very proud of his work. He was an apologist. He had a degree in political science from... Uh, Claremont grad school, just very educated, but just a real down-home guy and loved to just put the cookies on the shelf so you could understand and just loved teeing it up with politics and teaching uh, Christianity and apologetics and what it means to really walk with the Lord. But um, he was very firm, but he was very loving and just so much fun to listen to he him. Was. And so proud he won the National Religious Broadcaster Show of the Year twice. So, um, and I believe he probably would have won it again if he had, if he wasn't in a motorcycle accident. But anyways, after he passed away, um, of course, I went into the whole world of grief and it's a it's a different texture of life than you if you've gone through grief you know exactly what I'm talking about but anyways as I was in the season of my life the station asked about me doing a radio show on Saturday nights and perhaps I could talk about going through pain and loss and I waited a year and then I asked you I approached you to co-host with me 
I was terrified. I'm not going to lie. I didn't particularly like being in front of a microphone, but I stepped out of my comfort zone and I did it. And it was it was difficult, but I absolutely enjoy it now. You wrote a book. That- I wrote a book, Picking Up My Shattered Pieces, where I go through our life story. Frank, my husband, wrote Shattered uh, through with Focus on the Family. And then I wrote Picking Up My Shattered Pieces, so I kind of give the rest of the story. And God has just opened up so many doors for me, and I'm doing things I never thought I would be doing. In fact, we have an upcoming day retreat Saturday, September 25th in Rancho Cucamonga at the One and All Church Campus. And, so, and it's called Finding Joy. It's called no Finding less. Joy. Now, again, that's yeah. a that's kind of a something that we don't really see headlined on the news every single day. <laughs> and you know, well, I, I the whole concept of joy, I think, is is often taken wrong. Joy is not happiness. Happiness depends on your happenings. Joy is a deeper rooted faith in knowing who God is and that He's in control of your life. And right now, with what's going on in our world, we need to to have more joy. And I don't mean walking around being all, ah, ha, 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 because it, it's not. It isn't. Being fake. We're living in perilous times. Right. There's just horrific things going on. The whole Afghanistan mess and the whole Millie mess and all kinds of stuff are going on in our world. You know, getting vaccinated, not getting vaccinated, and we've politicized that vaccine Anyways, don't get me started on politics, but we're living in perilous times, and a lot of us are are losing sight of being grounded in who Jesus is, and that he is with us in this, and that we are to walk with him through this, and we're being tested. We're, a lot of us are going to be tested by the fire, and, and a lot more of that's coming down the road. You know, we read our Bibles. We see what so many of the patriots from the Bible went through. Horrible things. Right. Horrible things. Daniel. And, Shadrach, yeah, Meshach, yeah. and Abednego. I mean, you're talking about fire, lions. Yeah, and it's it seems as though our time is coming too. But that's when we should shine as the church. That's when we need to step out of our comfort comfort zones and be showing people kindness and caring for your neighbor. I talked about this on our show, Dave. When we went through the COVID, the first lockdown, I was terrified. I was a widow. I'm like, what? We're going to be locked in our houses? I mean, you know, we didn't really know that much yet about the, vac- about the virus and how it originated. And we still, you know, right. we're piecing it together. But it was a terrifying time. And my neighborhood banned together. We started, we social distanced and all that, but I had people in my patio, we were getting pizza, having people going out into the street in our cul-de-sac and lining up chairs and just visiting at a social distance. And, you know, we band together. We were going to the grocery store for each other so that the older neighbors didn't have to go to the store and all that. And of course, it was hard to get toilet paper and eggs. And so we, you know... The silver lining and the whole thing is that a lot of that has gone on. And I wish the media would report more of that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, well, they don't. don't. you? No, absolutely. I mean, I was talking a little earlier about how, you know, how much if, 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 if the media started saying, okay, you need to wear knee pads to protect yourself <laughs> from COVID. You know, you've got to. Everybody wear, would go out and get knee oh, pads. Oh, man, you rush on knee pads. <laughs> yeah. You know, how, how far will we go at just, just listening to anything 
that said without doing our due diligence and saying, okay, I'm going to dial it back and all the rhetoric and everything, and I'm just going to really use some logic and reason, which... Logic and reason. Okay. Where's that that gone? (laughs) Yeah. So how do we find that joy then? You know, you have the Finding Joy Retreat. You're, You're talking about, you know, okay, we've got a weekend coming up. We've got everything you just talked about in the headlines, right? We, right. You know, I I tend to find joy in what we did the last couple of days with Cross International. Yes, exactly. And that is being able to say, you know what, with a little bit of hard-earned money that, that, I, that I make, I can invest it into a little boy or girl in Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda right. who simply don't have food, don't have water. And so what I can do is I can just say, God, I know this is a bit of a sacrifice for me. I'm going to step out of my comfort zone. And it feels good to do that. But it, it feels, feels good. good when you help people. Right. It, it gives you joy. purpose and mm-hmm. it gives you joy. You know, so often we think, oh, if I can only go on that trip, I'm going to, yeah, you might be happy on that trip, but you're not going to get true joy out of pleasure. We live, we're, we just have it all wrong. We think that pleasure, oh, the more pleasure you have, the more you want, and then the more you feel like you're not getting. And then you and I talk on our show a lot about Facebook. You know, you're, you see so-and-so and they're in Hawaii having their daiquiri or whatever, and you're like, oh, they're really living the life. But that's not bringing you true joy. And I'm not saying you can't have of any joy no. doing no. that. But it's truly an acts of service and living out your life and going laying your head on that pillow every night knowing that you lived that day to the fullest and you helped your neighbors that needed helped so a triple eight five two eight twenty five fifty seven is our number triple eight fifty two talk your thoughts on finding joy on being kind on the marks of a of a christian i want to get back uh, gina um to that finding joy uh, cut to the chase because you see all the the headlines I have here and right in front of me. We have, you know, another you know Pentagon admitting things happening today. We're not yeah. going to get into any politics and stuff like that. But there's just bad news, bad decisions, non wisdom being if wisdom is not being sought, and if it's being sought, it's the wisdom of of the world as opposed to the the wisdom of of God's word. So, talk a little bit about how in a real in everything going on, how we can find that joy and maybe how that's going to be brought and manifest front and center at the Finding Joy Retreat. Well, you know, I think back when I went through one of the hardest times in my life when Frank was killed, and I was devastated, Dave. And you you were with me, you know. You know, you were visiting Frank in the coma at the hospital, and you even came out when we moved him to my hometown. And then you and I became friends. So you saw me go through the worst time of my life. I thought my life is, as I know it, is over. And it, it was to a degree. I lost my the love of my life, my partner. And I remember thinking, I'm how long am I going to feel this way? I was devastated. I felt that dread feeling. And just the whole getting used to living without your partner is very difficult. When you, I was married for nearly 35 years. So, and I worked with Frank here. I was his personal assistant and all that. So I lost a huge loss, arguably. But slowly, joy is in the simple little things that start to happen. You reached out to me. Friends were coming over, reaching out, taking care of me, crying with me, hugging me. I started to feel what real joy was. It's not happiness, but it's that feeling like, God's got me. I'm in his grip. 
yes, this is horrible. I'm going to go through it. I'm going to feel all my feelings because I wanted to grieve properly. And that's another pet peeve is that we don't grieve properly. Um, I'm acting like we're on our show, but um, I just got into a place where I started to learn to receive the goodness from people and the love they were showing me. And I could even feel the love they had for Frank and they were now kind of putting it on me. And that brought me joy. The joy is a relationship. It's a relationship with a living God and his people. And when you get a sense of that and you walk through it, your life will change. It's not from things. I, trust me. Frank was a baseball player in another life. I was a young baseball wife. We had to go out and get a Porsche. You know, we needed that like we needed a hole in the head. <laughs> we had to go out and get a Mercedes. And we had our But con- you were competing against Pete and Carolyn Rose. You know, come on. <laughs> we all had to go get Hey, that. they had a Rolls Royce. So they had <laughs> yes. us beat. But they really did. They had two. <laughs> But no, we we really thought that the more trappings of success we had, we were going to be happier. And we both started to realize, you know, we're not any happier. In fact, we're not as happy as we used to be when we had nothing. When we eloped and got married, Frank had nothing. And we lived on a shoestring for several months. And then he made it to the big leagues. And we were like, whoa, have we arrived or what? So we had to get all caught up on that, and then God had to humble us, and that's a whole other story. Frank wrote a book called Shattered. You can read it all there. But what brought us true happiness and joy in his baseball career, when I look back, no, it wasn't the money, although that was nice. It was nice, yeah. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah, right. Um, it was our relationships with the other ball players, and their, I got really close to some of the wives. In fact, we've had Susan Hume and Tom on our show. They were Tom was a, a well-known uh, pitcher with yeah, the Cincinnati Reds. Any Dodger Reds. fans, you're going to know that name. And yeah. they are the ones that started to witness to us. Right. We're like, what does witness mean? They started showing us and talking to us about the Lord. And then we had a friendship with them. So I'm just saying it's all about relationship. But now with COVID and now with just to go back once again and revisit that everybody, it seems, is, is being propagated to live against brother against brother, sister against sister. Oh, the hatred is horrible. So, you know, I know that, um, you know, I've been affected. My brother, I've, I've had the K-Praise and KKLA families praying for my brother and my sister-in-law, Teresa. Yes, Dave, I'm praying for them, too. Both were in ICU. And Daryl is now out, and he's he's doing fine. Good. But but Teresa's still in ICU, but she's making little baby steps of of of, of fighting. And and I thank the KKLA and K Praise families for praying for them. And I invite you to always, you know me, I'm always asking how we can pray for you here at KKLA. And that's just not a oh he's just doing that. No, I have a list of about 1,800 names in my de- in my Rolodex, and it brings me joy talking about that. But bring it back. All of us have been affected and continue to be affected by the railing of the media, of the fear mongering. Some of it, okay, we need to be vigilant and we need to be concerned, but it's gone way beyond that now to just you've got to live in fear every moment of your life. Pivot that to someone's listening right now who, who's in that place and they're struggling with that fear getting into God's word and finding that joy and maybe how the retreat is going to 
really be able to super serve them? Well, one thing's for sure. Our life is in God's hand. We don't know. I don't know if I have five hours on this earth or 50 more years. I don't know. Well, let's say 40 more years. Um, You have to live each day to the fullest. And when you walk alongside of a living God and you're in his word, which is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword. And if you read the word, you will know that's true. Your life will be transformed. And so a lot of people right now are not going to church. And it started with the COVID thing, but a lot of people are saying, oh, you know what? It's nice to get up and just watch online in our pajamas. And I, I, we do this on our show. I'm challenging you. Get your butt back in church because you need to be surrounded by God's people. It's a mandate in Scripture. We talk about mandates from the government. Well, that's a mandate. So, you know, you can social distance. Maybe you've been vaccinated, but you need to get back into a church body. And start to grow in your faith. You're not going to do it sitting home in your apartment or your house. So that would be, that's my suggestion. And we've got a list of churches and great places to worship and and gather at our websites, kkla.com and kprz.com. If you're in that place and you're struggling, you're saying, you know what, I want to find that joy that Gina's just talking about. This is live from Los Angeles. It's Dave along with Gina Pastore, real life Gina Pastore, and yours truly every Saturday night, 7.30 on KKLA. The phone number here, we want to get your thoughts on kindness, on finding joy on, on the weekend and how maybe someone impacted your life during the midst of the last 15 months, how you have been encouraged to walk and, and grow in your faith. 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALK. Uh, this is live from Los Angeles on 99.5 KKLA and San Diego's Cape Race. KKLA, San Diego's K-Praise, live from Los Angeles. I'm Dave. And that's Phil Wickham. He's going to be at Harvest Crusade coming up in, what, two weeks from Sunday at Angel Stadium. He'll be leading us in worship. And, of course, Pastor Greg Laurie uh, providing the gospel. And you are welcome to head to Angel Stadium for Southern California Harvest Crusade. And also bring someone who needs to hear the good news of the gospel, who needs to hear... God, the battle belongs to you. It's, it's, not, it's not for me to fight in the sense that um, the battle that I do wage is for you, God. I can only do that with your strength. You know, it doesn't mean that we just wrap up in a little ball and we not do anything. We actually, we have to be bold and courageous in our, in our faith and not, uh, you know, look, not, not live in a place of fear. And over the last half hour or so, and we continue, and I've invited Gina Pastore from 99.5 KKLA's Real Life, Gina Pastore, uh, to continue to stay here. Because I've, I've got a very important question for her. Um, we were talking about she's got a day retreat. We've got a day retreat. I'm, I You're co-host with Gina. Yeah. Um, you better be there. <laughs> finding Joy, Finding Joy Day Retreat coming up. And give the details on that again. The um, it's September 25th. Starts at 9.30, over by 4. It's in Rancho Cucamonga at One and All Church. You can go to kkla.com and you'll see the banner and you can sign up on Eventbrite there. Okay, so we were talking about uh, how fear and anger and pitting yourself for each other is, is, is like m- the epic messaging of, of, of media right now. Yes. You were talking about when you were... Well, a- let's, get, let's get something straight. Who's behind that, really? 
yeah. the enemy. Mm-hmm. And when you when you start to realize the truth about it, it's the enemy who wants he he wants families destroyed, he wants friendships, marriages destroyed, mother daughter, father son. He wants to destroy Interesting and separate. How everything in life right now seems to be pivoting towards what you just said. Yeah. Destroying relationships. If you don't believe the way I believe, the or enemy if you don't... is that's what he wants. That's his goal. So there's been a lot of pain. Mm-hmm. And you were talking about the pain you went through um, with the loss of Frank yes. nine and a half years ago and the journey of grief. It'll be nine years in December. That yes. you've been through. Yes. And that um, because people invested in your life and showed mm-hmm. some kindness going mm-hmm. and some compassion and gratitude love. to you and love. Yes. That you were able to walk through that. I was able to walk through it. There's a lot of people right now, all, me included. All of us as Americans, the worldwide, have gone through and continue to go through this 15 month of this lockdown and pandemic and and being uh, fueled by the media just saying you've got to live in this place of fear. So talk to somebody right now. If somebody listening right now, there's thousands listening, both between San Diego and Los Angeles. People listening right now who, who, who look, I, I have been through a lot of pain. How do I go through this pain? I know that I should get into God's Word. I know that I should study it, and I know I should get... We had a phone call earlier that said, look, I live in fear, and we got to talking about that. She says, I love Jesus, but I, I have been in fear, and I can understand young people living in fear, and I brought back Galatians chapter 5, verses 20, you know, the, the fruits of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, kindness, gentleness, compassion, self-control. It's complicated, right? Because that's work to have all of those things. And she started talking. She said, you know what? I think I do need, she admitted, I need to get back into scripture and I haven't. And I think the reason that that vice study we cited earlier, 56% of young people, 10,000 people, um, 10,000 young people between 16 and 25 were interviewed and 56% of them think humanity is doomed. 75% of them use climate and all I have fear and anxiety of climate and it affects every moment of my life. Mm. So now we you factor in COVID, you factor in all the stuff we just talked about. There's a lot of people living in that place right now. Yeah. Talk about how they get out of it, Gina, because you you have been in that place. You've gone yeah. through this last 15 months. Yeah. Um, it can be kind of a complicated question because there's different scenarios out there. But people that are paralyzed in fear right now... And maybe you're, you know, you're going through things in your personal life and you say, I, I don't know where to start. It's often just the first step. And so maybe it's you need to get some help. Maybe you're turning to alcohol, drugs, that kind of thing. Um, it's not just, oh, go to church, show up at church and open your Bible. I'm not saying that. Right. Maybe you just are, need to look in the mirror and talk to yourself and say, what's going on with me? And so take that small step. Maybe you need to reach out and maybe you can't afford a therapist, but maybe you can find a pastor or somebody that you look up to that you know will help you. So it's just taking that first step most of the time. Another key is realizing your feelings and not shoving things. We talk about this on our show all the time. So many of us are cut off from our emotions and we've fallen into a rut. Maybe it's bitterness. Maybe it's, you know, anger. That's a big one. You need to deal with what's really going on in your soul and not be in denial about that. Um, Talk to your family members. They'll tell you. They'll tell you what they're seeing. 
And so it's often just not being in denial, but recognizing, okay, I have a problem here and I'm, you know, I'm doing something wrong. So take that first small step. And if you're not going to church, go try, try going to church somewhere. Maybe, you know, talk to somebody and find out about a good church in your area and start to try and get plugged in. Because one of the worst things we can do when we're paralyzed by fear or we've been through trauma or we're depressed or anxious is isolate. And also for those grieving, that's very dangerous to isolate yourself. Now, I'm not saying you don't take times to be alone because I had to do that a lot when Frank died. But you need to allow other people into your life. It's all about relationships. I'm telling you, it is. And our kids are watching us. Yes, they are. I mean, are. our children watch us. We heard a, a caller a little earlier who went out of her comfort zone to show some kindness and uh, say, you know what, I'm going to, okay, this is a little uncomfortable, but I'm going to uh, give a little bit of myself to somebody. And her daughter saw that she did that. And her daughter said, Mommy, I want to I wanna be like you. It's, is it having courage even? Gina? You know what? It is. And um, Debbie, we talk about this when Debbie sits in with us a lot. It's taking that courage when you've gone through something traumatic. It took courage for Debbie as she tells her story. Uh, by the way, Debbie lost her husband and oldest son in an automobile accident about five months after Frank died. Mm -hmm. Yep. And we, it's a long story, but we ended up meeting up. And Debbie, what would you say was your first act of courage? Oh, my goodness. I'm trying to really. My first, I think I would just. Actually, I went to church. Yes. And I remember I really you saying that. that you told friends, I need a therapist. You oh, knew yes. this is big. Oh, I'm yeah. not going to get. And you really were not too fond of therapy. No, I didn't. <laughs> no, not at all. But I knew that night when my husband and son were tragically killed and my my middle son was in critical condition in the ICU. Oh my gosh, I said, somebody better find me a therapist and find me it now. Oh, it was like, and, 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 and a therapist for my son too. And even with what you went through and what, what, with what I went through, when you're first devastated, you could argue it's even hard to get out of bed. Oh, yeah. But we both powered through. I got up every morning. I got in the shower. I got myself dressed. And I know you did, too. Oh, yeah. I so persevered. it's those small steps. Because mm -hmm. I know there's a lot of people right now listening that are battling depression and anxiety. It's at an all-time high. And you need to power through. There needs to be a determination and sometimes you really have to just force yourself to do things. Right. Well, it's work. Is it? Is it work? It is. Mm -hmm. You, you yes. just can't go. Okay, it's just gonna um, By come osmosis. to me. Yeah. No, no. You've, you've got to. You actually have to work. And that's where that courage comes into play because there's a lot of, you know, the victim thing now is a lot of the. Oh, you know, you're just gonna have to be who you are and be there because you can't. But th that's not it. You, yeah. You've got to take the courage to be able to rise up out of that. And is it by our own strength? We can't do it on our own. Mm. No. But God works with us. I, I think that's so often misunderstood. You know, people will, oh, Jesus did this. Jesus did that. Yes, but he is, we are co-laborers with Christ. <laughs> yes, yes. So we have a part in it, too. And don't forget that. So you got, you got to pick yourself up by the 
britches sometimes. Triple A, hey, we want your phone calls and your thoughts and maybe what it is that you have learned through this 15 months in this. And when it comes to courage, when it comes to saying, I'm not going to live in fear, how, how you've done that, mm-hmm. maybe how you found joy, or maybe if you've got prayer requests, you know? Yeah, please I would call love us, in the please. next 20 minutes to be able to, to have prayer for each other and to lift each other up. Triple uh, A, 528-2557. It's 888-52-TALK. 888-528-2557. You can um, call, and we'd love to, to take your call. This is live from Los Angeles and from San Diego. If you're in Prey, San Diego County, or here in Los Angeles, or all points in between, uh, east or west, we want to hear from you stuck on the freeway, you know, you're battling traffic. Give us a call, 888-528-2557, 888-52-TALK. This is live from Los Angeles, 99.5 KKLA in San Diego's K-Praise. Live from Los Angeles, it's Dave here, Big Wave Dave, David James, K-Praise, 99.5 KKLA. What a real treat to uh, spent the last three days with you in our final segment. The last couple of days, we have been partnering with Cross International to serve truly the least of these in Malawi, Zambia, and Uganda. And I just want to thank you, both K-Praise and KKLA. Seriously, we had 676 children that Cross International presented as an immediate need of food and water. The, the billions with a B, locusts, that have taken over East Africa, have eaten 350,000 people's meals for an entire year. That's how catastrophic the locusts were, let alone everything else. And so Cross is there partnering with the church, and we presented the need for 676 children to be fed and to be given water, and they can dream, you know, they can have hopes and future. You responded with uh, 600-plus children, and we have about 70 of those children left if you have said, oh, man, I really wanted a gift there. Um, you can go to kprz.com or kkla.com and, and gift your best. Gift two children $124. But I just want to affirm with you what you've done in those 600, and I believe the 676 children by the end of today and throughout the weekend, we're going to have all of them completely funded. Not only have you met their needs physically, but spiritually too. Um, they're going to know. They're going to know Jesus. They're going to know that what we experience in life, the, the, the high mountaintops of life to the absolute lowest place, that he is faithful. You have done that and in leaving a legacy. And I, I just want to thank you. And then here in our final segment with Live from Los Angeles, I've got my a dear friend and colleague and sister and co-host, hostess with the mostest, Gina Pastore from Real Life, <laughs> 730 on KKLA uh, every Saturday night. We're talking about courage. I want to give the number, 888-528-2557. If there's someone listening right now who heard that last segment and you'd like prayer about the anxiety or fear or just the place that we're in right now and you want to grow closer to, to Jesus, we would really like to, to pray with you and talk, and talk to you. If you're in a place where, you know what, you want to affirm a friend who is there, showed some kindness in the midst of uh, so many people not showing any of that. It's just a rude, angry time, it seems, that the media is propagating all of that. And here at KKLA and K Praise, 
We have programs every single day to steer us back to God's word. Say, you know what? We're not going to live in that place. It's a choice. Not going to be there. Renewing of my mind. Transformation. Holy Spirit, do that in my life. How do I do that? Get the tools in the toolbox by the programs we air here. You want to affirm somebody that's done that in your life. 888-528-2557. 888-52-TALK. Um, Gina, courage. Yes. Is, it seems to have gone the way of the dodo bird. You know, it's like. <laughs> you have a way with words. Yeah. Um, you know, I think right now with, with woke and all the silencing, I, I find that Christians are feeling like, I better just lay low. I don't really want to be targeted. And, you know, it's. Even on Facebook, takes, even on social media, you'll yeah. post something and then you'll get excoriated by it because you stood up for something truthful and you presented a, maybe a, a an opposing view. Just say, hey, consider this. And, you know, you get you, yeah. the fiery furnace. It's you uh, piercing your whole body when you read what they respond and how they respond. Yeah. So uh, Skillet, uh, we just heard uh, their music uh, before we were coming into the, the final segment here. Uh, they're a Christian band, John Cooper has a brand new book. He's the front man for a skillet. His book's called Awake and Alive to Truth. And it's all about courage. It's very, uh, just for this Friday, almost evening, I just want to share this, get your thoughts. So John, he, uh, they played a the concert, uh, skillet played a concert. They played um, Full House. I think it was outside. It was all, you know, safe. And he says, after a gig, we were on tour with some mainstream acts, very popular acts, and they were opening. And um, this agent came up to me after the concert and the gig and said, uh, you guys, man, you could be the biggest band. You guys have the look. You've got the sound. You've got a girl in your band who plays the drums. You guys sing about spiritual things. You sing about spiritual music. You've got it, man. You're great. Cooper's going, okay, all right. I said, but... Here, here's what I need you to do, dude. I mean, this is what you need to do. Don't do the Christian interviews. Don't do Christian music festivals. People ask you what your songs are about. I'm not telling you to lie. Just don't offer up information about Jesus, man. Just don't, don't do this because you could be one of the biggest bands in the world. And then he said something else. He said, look, I know that sounds harsh, but thank John what you could do for your faith if you got rich famous think about what you could do for jesus if you stop talking about jesus mm. cooper said you know what that was a turning point in my career he said he went to the bus little did that agent know that that girl that plays the drums it's so hot it's actually his wife he told his wife about the conversation we prayed about it and it was almost instantaneous i know that that is not of the lord he was trying to get me to be quiet and it had the opposite effect. Now, Grammy Award-nominated multi-platinum skillet. He's very open with his faith. He talks more about Jesus, by the way. And in his book, in his podcast, Politely Rude, Cooper revealed the motivation behind his boldness. He said he was shocked to find that many people no longer believe in absolute truth and called the changes unfolding in culture scary. I end with this. We need to be, this is what John said, Skillet, John Cooper, lead vocalist, Skillet. We need to be extremely vigilant about the word of God. We need to be extremely vigilant about what the Bible says, what the Bible says about truth, because if we're not, we'll begin to read the Bible with that same sort of relativism. And when you do that, you're not starting from a premise from the word of God is absolute, that word of God is supreme. 
when you say relativism, you say, no, I'm supreme. My feelings are supreme. My experience is the brain. I can find truth in my heart. Mm. I have to look through that filter of the word of God and allow and shape the word of God to meet my needs. That's what relativism says. Mm. We need to be extremely vigilant about because we need the word of God to show us what our needs are. Wow. This is making me think of when Frank worked at Biola University, uh, we became friends with Dr. Clyde Cook, the longstanding president for many years. And Dr. Cook would always say the greatest threat to the Bible is relativism. He always said that. And he's right. Boy, has <laughs> because, that seeped in. And it started in the garden with the, you know, the serpent. You know, he took God's words and just twisted them. And then he played on Eve and her vulnerability and just, did God really say that? And that's when it started. And so it's still going on today. Absolute truth is being distorted. And now I feel like we're almost living in an upside down world where right is wrong, wrong is right. You know, it's just twisted, twisted. So how, how do we be courageous? You know, we be kind, right? Yeah, but we be bold in our faith, just like John Cooper. I mean, yeah. he went to he went back to that agent. Thanks, no thanks. Yeah. and then he writes a book about how we as Christians need to stand up for absolute truth. I think you need to be true to yourself too, and he was. And we had on our show, Real Life, we had Lydia from Real uh, Real Housewives, Housewives of Orange, Orange County. County, and she, I, I really was impressed with her because she told us about why she ended up leaving the show. She started to feel that tug on her ego, like, gee, this is really nice going out and having everybody know who I am. And, And she said, I realized I was feeding my ego and not my soul. And so you have to know, some people are, um, I know people that are very successful Christians, and they kind of keep it low key, but they're doing so much underground for for the cause of Christ. So I don't think everyone's called to be a herald, but um, you just have to know what you're called to do. We have and, a sphere of influence. Yes, you have people around you. Yes, that are that are desperately craving something because we're trying to search for truth and we're trying to find joy. As you say, anxieties through the roof, um, opioids. That's gone crazy. Yeah. And so let's allow the Holy Spirit to transform our life. We just have a minute or so left. I'm wondering if um if there's if there's any if there is there a song or something that really that you listen to right now that really gives you encouragement? Is there something, you know, oftentimes I'll throw out there because there's a lot of you know, on KKL and K praise, we're all about the Bible study and all about that. But yeah. is there a, and that's awesome. We need that. That's the that's the meat. But then in our worship and in our praise, as we make manifest, you know, just say, okay, with triple um, exclamation points, I'm going to listen to something that reaffirms that. Is there something for you that really? It's funny you'd bring that up because there's a song that's become very popular called Gyra, and it's by Evelation music elevation elevation music. okay mm-hmm. I, I, you can tell i'm not really good in the all right. Christian elevation music, music. World. gyra mm-hmm. but um i heard the song in arizona i went to impact church in scottsdale and they um their worship team did it and i was just bawling i was with a girlfriend and 
it's it's an awesome song. In fact, our friend Frank Sontag played it when he was leaving his last broadcast. And I texted him. I'm like, I love that song. <laughs> yeah. So I listen to it all the time. My little granddaughter loves it now. And <laughs> well, here it is. But it makes Gigi cry. Yeah. Frank, oh, we love you, man. Oh. Frank Sontag's kicking around listening, maybe. You know, we love you. We love you, Kate Kelly family, Kate Praise family. Do. God in heaven, be with us this weekend. May we show you to a world off the rails. May I start in our own homes, God. May we reinvite you back into our life and show us your truth, your hope, your peace, your joy, your love, your yes. kindness, gentleness, compassion, and self-control. And God. may we walk in your power and courage. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. Have a great weekend, everyone. Live from Los Angeles, San Diego's Cape Praise, 99.5 KKLA. Have a great weekend. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.